just letting that go. Right. So, faith. We start with faith. No. No, we don't start with faith. We don't start with faith. Okay. We start with general we, principles. Well, we should say a prayer, otherwise God won't bless the making of this game. <laughs> you can say a prayer if you want to, Matt. Uh, uh, I, mind I, me I, of Firefly. I kind of... I Does kind anybody of... object if I, if I say grace? Only if you say it out loud. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, um, yeah. Okay, no, so, so first principles. For, how, how much like... Forbidden lands and mutineers. Exactly. How closely do we want to follow that? So I think on the one hand, there's a real advantage in making it look and feel pretty familiar. Yeah. So I think my regional thinking was that that's kind of the line you'd want to take. Um, in in principle, anyway. Uh, I guess the other the question is, so what... What do we not like about those games that we might want to change? Um, or do we have any whizzy ideas that are worth trying in in, in changing things? So things that we were, things we were talking about before, um, like the damage dynamic, we've had a conversation about that. I think we've come up with something that we like. Um, the whole faith stroke willpower stroke mutant points dynamic. What does that power? How does that? How do we apply that? So, yeah. So um, my first thought is, it's Forbidden Lands that made me think about this, particularly the Legends and Adventures thing, as we've said. Yeah. Uh, so Forbidden Lands um, is is out, out of all the various models of the of the engine, Forbidden Lands is the one that. That I feel we should be closest to. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that said, I've never played Mutant, so I. No, I think I. the The idea of um, the the travel rules in Forbidden Lands would work very well in a Western game. Mm-hmm. I think there was a question of: Do players would players want to play a game where they are hex crawling in the West, or will the game that become a much smaller yeah. element of the game. So, but those rules will still apply. So yeah, I think that works it, quite well. So if, we don't, yeah, we exactly. don't need to muck about at, with them. At some point, if you're doing a, a scenario that's like a posse or a traipse across the desert to get to the gold or whatever, then use those hex yeah, Exactly. But, or you might want to play a game that we talked about of um, the Journey West. Yeah, yeah. So that might be the start of your campaign. You know, a number of scenarios journeying west to find your... So in terms of the, the fiction and the reports, uh, you know, the Journey West type could be Oregon Trail, could be um, um, Little Town on the Prairie, a Little House on the Prairie. But actually, one of the things that made me, after I thought, well, Forbidden Lands is kind of the inspiration for this, fundamentally, and as we've been knocking ideas back and forth, I've realised that actually, in a way, as you say, the the journey isn't at the core of most westerns. So if we're if we're doing a western emulator, the town is what's at the core. Mm. And we've you know we've yeah we've said that without saying it in terms of coming up with with pictures and outfits and stuff like that. Um, and you know in your homesteads. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so and of course the town. Isn't the stronghold from Forbidden Lands? No. Um, no, I think it's very probably very different. So the stronghold, I think that that, that dynamic still works. Yeah. Um, but your stronghold might be just your homestead on the hill. Yeah. And you have a fireplace and a I don't know bakery or something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's or, it. Or, um, or you know, we'd but be... you could go all the way up to a great big ranch. That has got, you know, you've got lots and lots of cowboys and you're, you know, working for you. But um, also fundamentally, what Forbidden Lands has that we don't have, and I really don't want, is monsters. Yeah, that's, I think we've agreed that. Yeah, yeah. So no, no monsters, no magic, no werewolves, no vampires. So the bad guys, or you know, the the antagonists are other people, and therefore again we come back to the town. The town mechanic yeah. has to be something about. 
you know um, the social relationships that you have with other people in the town. Yeah, I think. Um, and your posse mechanic, for want of a better word, because we called it posse early on, but now I'm thinking it is it's a different thing. Is not just about the people under you as you build your stronghold stroke thing. There's also, I feel, there's applications for it for the people around you as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, and at this point, in my head, I was going, oh, you know what? This this might actually turn out to be quite different from other things. Um, in terms of emulating the fiction, mm. um, we've, we've, we've talked a lot so far about the stuff that is similar. So character generation... Um, uh, is very similar, but actually, I'm just beginning to think that in terms of some of the social combat, you know, we've we've actually, you know, we've already in terms of selecting the skills, we've nuanced without really thinking about it different types of social conflict. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think you know we need to look again at the talents list and make sure that that's right. And I think that's right because. Um, you know, there's going to be politics, I feel, involved in this. There's going to be things like town council meetings. I mean, you know, if you like yeah. the overarching structure of Deadwood, which we both like, is is actually about these guys desperately not wanting to have a town council or be part of a state or have any sort of politics, just being free to do what they want to do. Mm. But that, at the same time, then finding that what they really need... To, to be, be free to do what they want to do is to start having a town council and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So, to me, I feel that's, uh, you know, whether whether it's a thing that individual groups want to play with or whether they just want to be a sheriff shooting the bad guys, I feel that we want to have the underlying system being able to support that. Yeah. So, you're less mobile. You, we've, As you say, we retain all the hex calling for when we want to be more mobile. Yeah. But, I think, I think there's definitely something here. So having chatted to some of the guys who are going to help us playtest this mm. yesterday, um, the first thing that they kind of group, gr- grasped on, or say the younger members of the group, was, oh, outlaws. Mm. You know? Um, which is kind of a hybrid between the travel and the town, because they need a town to go and mm-hmm. do their bad stuff near or around. Yeah, or they need a number of towns. Um, or they need a number of towns. <laughs> yeah. um, but... If they are outlaws and you know, once they've done a couple of heists, they're going to be being hunted down. So they won't be living in the towns, yeah, or they won't be living in their their you know their their homestead on the hill because then the the marshal will know where to go and get them. So there's a yeah. Well, I mean, so I, I guess... think there's very much a thing about what will the players want to play. Yeah, um, and there will be some who just want to be gunslingers, either bad guys or good guys, or you know the great. In the middle. But this is um, all about the grey in the middle, yeah. I think, actually. Um, some will want to play something uh, which is a bit more uh, world-building, I think. So, mm-hmm. for example, the the idea of having seasonal roles. So moving, this, moving yeah. the seasons on quite quickly in the, um, through your scenario. So it might be that you have one or two scenarios in the spring... And then you jump three months, but you have your spring rolls. <laughs> I said that yesterday to the guys. Yeah, you get spring rolls. <laughs> you could love spring rolls. They're really tasty. Um, you have your season rolls for the spring. Yeah. Uh, before your next adventure. Before your next adventure. Yeah, I, I was thinking it may even be as little as one adventure. Quite possibly, yeah. Or even... Depending on what the actual adventure um, is, yeah. Uh, let's, you know, let's do three seasons before... Because I've got this great winter adventure I want to do with you. Yeah. So do all those things and we'll go on to there. So yeah, I, I think that's the key thing. But that's a very different game to the game that someone who just wants to take their six shooters and shoot out the bar yeah. would be. But that's fine because you can, you know, you know, playing it, you can just change it to what your character, yeah, what think your players you actually I think, want. I think though that you've pointed out a thing that actually that's, and again, it comes back to when I first started thinking about it. Life is short mm, and hard, particularly if you're an outlaw. Yeah, so if you think about all the outlaw films, but just using some examples here, uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid and Wild Bunch, 
Um, they are on the run, and then they get shot. My favourite game ever, Red Dead Redemption. You, you, I spent ages going hunting and not completing my mission because I knew it was inevitable that the last thing that was going to happen to me was I was going to die. Yeah. Um, and it, that's great. Yeah. Um, it, it is good. I mean, I, I recently read a book called Draw, which is basically a, a summary of about 20 different real-life gunfights. Mm. And what, yeah, I mean, what that told you was that you either die, you, you, you either won outright and they missed you, or you died, or you ended up with a limp. Mm. You know, the bullet was in you for the rest of your life. And it also, I mean, it was, the other thing that really struck me was how, um, how stupid by modern day standards these arguments were that people died over. It was little slights, little slights of pride. Um, sometimes these grudges were held for 10 years and then people were just shut down in cold blood. Yeah, but it's like playground, although it's 10 years, they're acting like kids in the playground. Aren't yeah, they? yeah. You know, that, that but also the other thing is um, how many of them were just cold blooded gunning downs in the street, but they were then acquitted on self defence because the other guy had a gun. Okay, which then comes to another important myth here, or an important possible principle, which is when it comes... So you've done some gunfight rules, and there's a thing I think I want to add to them, but it's about this discussion here. So if we say that the gunfight is a myth that gentrifies the gunning down in the street that actually happened most of the time... Mm. You know, there, there is absolutely no point to the standing at opposite ends of the street, looking at each other, staring at each other, um, or people whistle, doing the close-ups of the eyes thing. Yeah. All of that actually comes out of your samurai movie. Um, Although I don't think that's quite true. What do you mean? So I think you, I think it's not a total myth that that kind of event happened. I think it's nowhere near as you know as common as as. You know, the, the, the romantic, if that's the right word for a gunfight, um, view of the Wild West. But it definitely happens. So there are occasions for White Earth, for example, um, was uh, there was a guy who wanted to kill him and he, he tracked him down and had, had his gun on him. But because the guy didn't have his gun, he, he, said, said, go and get gun. he said, go and get your gun and we'll sort this out. Yeah. So that's that kind of thing. Okay. Now, I can't remember whether... He then just gunned him down or, or what the outcome was, but it, it implies that... That sometimes, yeah, well, if might, you're confident we, enough, yeah. Or, or I mean, you know. So the thing I wanted could, to add. Sorry, just to finish that, we yeah. could argue. We could argue um, on that one that actually maybe he just wanted him to have a gun so he wouldn't get prosecuted and convicted. Of yes, murdering. If him. I if I shoot you when you're unarmed, that's I'm murder. in trouble. Yeah. If you go and get your gun, um, I'll then shoot you coming out before you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it might have been that. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Then, but I think we should. But there's a th- just to tell you yeah. the sort of way I'm thinking with this because it's a philosophical thing really, rather than the specifics of this. Is I was thinking I'd like to have a role where you kind of did a draw, draw role and a shoot role. Yep, I agree. And I was going to proceed that with a presence thing, staring you down. Yep. role. I think um, that's an excellent idea. Yeah. But then that says something about where we're going with this emulation is that we're emulating the Western. As opposed to life in the West. Okay, well, no, I'll, I'd, I'd, I'd slightly disagree on that. I think we are offering the option to emulate the Western. Okay. Because I think playing the. I mean, I want to emulate the Western. <laughs> yeah, but I think we should do that. So I think those rules are really good, and I think most people will love Westerns not because they are scholars of the Wild West and what what it's really like. They love Westerns because they love Clint Eastwood and mm. uh, you know John Wayne or whoever else it might be. Uh, so we definitely want to keep that kind of thing in because that's going to be cool. Okay. And that's going to be fun. But in a in a if you're playing a really gritty campaign, or your character think, or you know your player thinks, well, I should be having a gunfight with him at midday, but yeah. actually I don't want him to shoot me. So, so as soon, I'm just gonna shoot as, soon as he walks out with his gun, I'm going to shoot him. Yeah. Which is probably like you say, what more more commonly happened. Uh, that's great. Perfect. I think that works really well. Billy the Kid got shot down in that by. Apparently so. That's what they <laughs> totally scoundrels. <laughs> by Pat Garrett. Although there is still a, a theory that he wasn't. He was let go, and then there was a guy who came up who who appeared in about 1920, claiming to be Billy the Kid, who was 70 then or something. 
wasn't he's not much of a kid then (laughs) (laughs) well maybe he might have gone senile so he might have thought um but his his claim to be billy the kid was never was never substantiated it might have been him but there's nothing to prove that it was okay so yeah uh, so our principles is so that's all good it's a bit different from forbidden lands we shouldn't be afraid of making differences no absolutely but we're not going for wholesale differences yeah either that that isn't the the principle isn't we want to take what's best for forbidden lands and make a new game Mm -hmm. what we are is building something on forbidden lands because although that said i think the faith economy is something that we need to work out yes so that is the next thing on my list my growing my agenda of two but it will grow as we go so the one so well, I'll tell you what, before we do that, I've got up here the list of principles that we started. So should okay. we add that to it? Uh, why not? Just so that, you know, because I, I referred I back to that. that one off. Yeah, there was a lot of principles there. Um, but quite a lot of them are probably similar or can be corralled under one heading. Yeah, but you would just get the little notes down. They're, they're more for us at the moment as opposed to... Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just while we're talking about this, I've I've done some stuff on the OneDrive with all our audio files because my computer was a bit poorly and at university they said, you've got so much shit on this disc. Okay. <laughs> you've got too much shit on this disc and most of it, it turned out to be podcast audio files. So I've moved them you've exclusively them on, the Dropbox. In, on Dropbox in a separate folder right, and okay. created a... A sort of current project um, thing in the Dropbox. It's not going to fill up my Dropbox allowance again, is it? Uh, well, they've, all, they've always know. been on the Dropbox. Have they? Okay. Yeah. So, what is your Dropbox allowance? I don't remember. I got the. It's probably ten gig or something. Well, uh, you've got more than ten gig. I think you might have a terabyte. Have I? No, I don't know. You might have, because if it was ten gig, there were there were. Maybe I had 10 gig and I upgraded uh, to something the, like terabyte 60 gigs of data. <laughs> Not 10 gig then. <laughs> so it's more than that. Fair enough. Um, okay. I don't know. I upgraded it last time. It all went... <laughs> it didn't work anymore. Okay. Uh, <sighs> so yeah. principles. So I'll just get the principles doc and we'll just rehearse these and see if there's any that we want to change now or disagree with. When... when and he said, if I got all this crap off my disk, my computer would start working faster. But that's not true. It appears. There we well, go. We, I think we can probably come back to that. Okay. That's probably a low priority, isn't it? I think as long as we understand in our conversations what we're driving for, we can right. we can edit that list later on. Um, so I think the the faith economy and uh, what that drives is a is the question that we were discussing earlier. Yeah. So in Forbidden Lands, you have your heritage talents or your kin talents. Um, they're the ones driven by. Yeah. Willpower points, which is what faith will be replicating, uh, in essence. I put together a bunch of what we called initially heritage talents, but I'm not sure that's yeah. how we want to play it, which is fine. But there's still a list of more powerful talents that require require faith, faith in order to use them. Um, so a number of questions would be. How do we access that talent? How does a character get one of those talents? It could just be that you roll randomly on the table or you choose the talent you want. Um, Do we try and link that into the random generation system that you've been putting together? So in theory, it would be possible to get none of them, but also in theory, it would be possible to get two, potentially. Is that fair? On a character, because these are powerful, these are important mechanic of the game. Um, the simplest thing would simply be to say every character has one of these talents, and you roll randomly at the start. That would be the simplest or and choose. easiest, or choose, yeah. That would be the simplest and easiest way of doing it. Okay, so that might not be the best way of doing it, though. Um, what I did so far in the character generation rules is I, I didn't use all of them. I, I, I tried to use most ones off the general list as it were um, but there were some that I thought were just too appropriate for some of these so some of them have been used Yeah. but of course that doesn't 
stop the principal, that means we slightly reword some of them to make them a bit less powerful and not charged by faith, maybe. Yeah. Or, you know, rename them and they're, they're, they're the general version of that talent. And then you've got your super-powered versions. But, um... Mm. Uh, and my plan had been in doing that, that then at the at the end of your character generation, whenever that was, you take a profession and that's what gives you one of your superpower talents. So your last choice your last is choice. what gives you your now your faith based talent. I can't remember how I've left it. I've left the end a bit vague because I've been working through and just thought, oh, have we got the right thing? But um, was, yeah. So, uh, so the last thing you did is, like in Legends of Adventures, you may swap a point bar in your stats if you so choose. Yeah. Um, I wonder whether you need to do this for skills as well. But that's all more than one if you wanted. Um, and you'd... You'd kind of, again, part of my thing, one of my principles is you make yourself in the West. The whole point about going West is you leave behind the crappy murder you did in the East in or, whatever, or whatever, yeah. and you, yeah. you you make a legend. Again, I, you know, I was thinking very much about Legends of the West before somebody else had the name. <laughs> you know, you, you, you go out there to make your legend is part of the principle. And so... You destiny. make yourself Maybe up. You should be destiny. Yeah. You go out there to make your destiny. Destiny of the West. Destiny of the Old West. Destiny of the West. Dotal. Song of the Old West. Oh, sorry. Let's not, let's not worry about what Song of about. Ice and Fire <laughs> of the Old West. Well, no, no, that's no. just what I'm thinking. <laughs> Song of the Old West, we can say there's a sequel to our last fancy. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. A game of the Old West. Uh, 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 yeah, okay. <laughs> sorry. We're digressing somewhere. <laughs> yeah. um, but one of my... Yes, you make the thing. So that I wanted to say, whatever you've been, whatever your randomly generated history, you can choose how you present yourself to the game as you start playing. And part of that choice is by saying, here is my talent. This is what I'm going to be famous for. I quite like that, mm-hmm. actually, because it also means that when you arrive in the West, nobody knows who you are, probably... Yeah. Unless you're coming out to meet family or something, depending on what your character is. But nobody knows who you are. It doesn't matter that you were a, um, I don't know, a shoemaker back in Boston or something. Yeah. You come out and say, I am a lawyer. Yeah. Whether or not you've got any, any history any in it. Any skill in that at you all. Might, yeah. You might have a skill in it. Yeah. That you've picked up along the way. And you then come out and say, I'm a lawyer or a doctor or I'm a gun hand or whatever. It is. Yeah. One of the, so one I, of my... I, I, I like that. So yeah, your last choice, your, your last two choices at the end of character generation is, what do you say you are? Yeah. What's your what's your profession as it stands? Um, could be just drifter. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know. it can be, um, and, and we've got some drifter general talents to use. But also, uh, you then choose as your last action rather than your first action. Yeah, for character generation, your faith talent. Yeah, I like that. I think that will work well. Ah, that was that was what I was thinking. But as I say, I've since then. I poached some of the faith yeah. talents and made them into general talents, effectively. But I haven't. But I thought, well, having done this, we need to look again at the list. Yeah. Um, which we can do. So but... I, ha- I haven't. What I haven't done, which I, I, I intended to the last couple of days, but I never got time, was to go through what you'd done on your character generation tables. Yeah. And have a look and see what see what my thoughts were about the talents and the, the skills and the, the you know the stuff you put in it. Um. I mean, all to those... see, to see, well, partly to see where you'd put a faith talent yeah. in, um, but also, annoyingly though, I've possibly done, I've possibly done the thing of going, oh, I'll change the name of that. <laughs> yeah, that's not helpful. No, I know unless you've added that to this to say, I've well, also I, called it. I, I, I think I have, but as I say, uh, that's gone through a few iterations, so that yeah. I'm not convinced I've done it for everything no. I've nicked. <laughs> so one of the things we we probably want to do subsequent to this, yeah. Is refresh both of these documents. Yeah. Have a master list of the talents as we agree them, and then a master list of what is on yeah. here. Yeah. And and if we can do that by next Wednesday, then I can have a go with test play, play test. Oh, cool. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I was why next Wednesday? <laughs> I'm, well, thir- well, Thursday because we're meeting on Thursday evening next week. Um, okay, so and I did think as well what we want to do with the masters is that you know you've done a lot of uh, this is like whatever in the Forbidden Lands. Yeah, we need to copy and paste that in. So we've got 
an actual document. I agree. I just because I was it's, yeah, no, doing it, it on my that, laptop and all the rest of it. I didn't. For, I was just typing everything. Yeah, yeah. It's been so a I thought, fine oh, working document. Fucking type everything. Yeah. But um, yes, absolutely. I totally agree with that. When and probably presented in a better way. And and this list, I I was working on these these things um, to complete it to get to the point where we could start rolling up characters and do it. So yeah. it's by no means perfect. Um, well, it's done by you, so of course it's by no means perfect. It's done by me, so it's actually every, every word there is gold, I think you'll find. <laughs> Change nothing, fools! Gold. I was just about to say, make suggestions, but no! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> you can absolutely not change anything on this list. Uh, um, so, uh, yeah. Um, yeah uh, so, uh, as I say, it was it was to get somewhere... That we could start working on it, yeah, and um, you know, and it's based on very little history. So at some point in this, in the development of this game, I actually want to send it to some Americans and say, actually, you guys know about the Old West. I mean, not not everybody born American is born with any knowledge of the Old West. We might wish to be selective. And actually, it's funny, you know, if you think about it, I think all the best Western. Well, no, not all the best. But a lot of the best Westerns have actually come from Europe. Yeah. <laughs> About myth-making. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure we could find a uh, you know Wild West society or something that we could ask and say, look, have a look at this. And just yeah, well, off, but off I a think comment. within the gamer community yeah. we could do that. Um, so... Okay, you so... To talk what through if, character generation? So what if... So just just to summarise what I've what I think we've agreed here is that the faith talents, as we're going to call them now, I think that's probably makes sense, isn't it? Yeah. Um, oh, well, I like that as well because particularly on the, what you said about I'm going to be a lawyer, whether I've been a lawyer or not in the past. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to have supreme faith in yourself to, be able to <laughs> pull that one out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that might also mean that we want to change. Take away or add additional talents to the faith talent list. Well, it may be so to, to manage. Maybe because we've got so what we've got, we've got determination. You can push your dice roll multiple times. Spending faith, uh, hard to catch, which is taken from forbidden land. Sneaky, taken from forbidden lands. Privileged. Most in the West think you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth. Whenever you roll to influence or barter with someone, you may spend faith points to give you one automatic success for each point spent. So that's kind of one maybe where a lawyer would take that one or somebody who's trying to be a lawyer might, yeah. might choose that one. So that's what I was thinking. So there might be, we might want to add some faith talents here to reflect the different roles you the, might assign The kind of non-combat or yeah. non-resilience to being killed kind of talents, which most of these kind of focus on that kind of yeah, element yeah. because most of them are taken from Forbidden Lands. Yeah. Well, and Not again, that, that's where I think one of the fundamental differences when I talk about it being about the town as opposed to the journey the lands, and yeah. the monsters um, is, yeah, so I, I do think we probably want to look again at the social talents um, and big them up in relation to the combat ones. Yes, because I think, again, there aren't so many social ones that we've got on the list so far, yeah. but we've got a lot on the list, so I think we also need to decide how many talents we actually want to offer offer the players. Yeah. Um, in terms of faith talents, uh, I was thinking, you know, some of these where, like this one here, where you kind of got your healing profession gives you three different sorts. Yeah. And I was thinking, do we want to offer a choice of three for whatever you are? Or do we want to say, um, you're, you're trying to be a doctor? You're, you're presenting yourself as a doctor, therefore, take this talent. I so I think the reason why the reason why I like the idea of having three options under that kind of list of largely sort of doctoring kind of mm. professions we put down there is if you wanted to be a Indian shaman. Mm-hmm. There's one here, the you know, spirit walker one, as we called it. Um, that might be 
that might be the one that you want to take. Yeah. Oh, well, um, so it gives you the options of doing that. But I think what I'm saying specific. is, of course, what we're doing is we're going, we, we, we created a list of professions, then we said, well, that's too many professions. Uh, let's create some more generalized ones like, for the characters. Yeah, like headings, a band. So, right. you know, your healer includes your uh, apothecary, your dentist, your doctor, medicine man. In a way, what I'm saying is, let's let's directly attach some of these. So medicine man comes. Okay, yeah. And in, and, and again, uh, I'm struggling Although with... Although it may not need to do that, though, because yeah. you can just leave it up to the player, and the players are yeah. clever enough to realise, I want to be a medicine man, therefore Spirit Walker probably works. But they might then. So, cause, I mean, this, of the three of them, just sticking to this example, kind of healing touch is you know, your standard doctoring one. Spirit Walker is a healing one, but it doesn't know a slightly different mechanic. And then you've got calming manner, which is about, um, you know, bedside manner and calming. Yeah, you down. see, I think that is one that I've used for people trapped in mines and shit like that. As okay. Well. Um, uh, I okay. I think there's a point of principle here, mm-hmm. uh, and it's not so much a principle about, about how we manage it. So at the moment, on the list we've got, we've got faith talents, profession talents, general talents. Yeah. I think we should just have faith talents and talents. Yeah. And we then say, if you're going to be a doctor, you choose either this, this, or this. The reason I say that is because if we call it a profession talent, it kind of implies it's not available to others. Yeah. And you wouldn't have to be a doctor profession to have a calming manner, potentially. No, exactly. Yeah. 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 So what I'm saying is we can take away the title profession, profession talent. talent. Yeah. Because okay, let's take away that blocker. Yeah. And just say that if you want to be a doctor, these are the three talents you might want to choose. Or if you're a healer, these are the talents that are available to you. Okay. Yeah. From that profession. Yeah. You get to choose one of these three. Yeah. If you get what I said. So you're not calling them Profession talents, but these are the talents that in character generation become available yes. if you're professional. Because in a way, one of the things that that going with the random generation and and the thing I wanted to do with the random generation is that is that as you say, your, your cobbler can become a lawyer yeah. as he makes himself in the West. So actually, the profession as it's used in um, Forbidden Lands Doesn't isn't apply. the thing that we're applying here. No. No. So. Um, uh, who you want to be at the end of all the experience you've gained. It's entirely up to you. So it's entirely up to your yeah. faith in yourself. Yeah. To, I can be a doctor. Yeah. Uh, or whatever. So Even if I've got no training. I, just, yeah. I, I arrive in Deadwood. I have no and book I, learning. And I say I'm, I'm Dr. Jones. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then either yeah. I, I help people or they don't. They one, believe me or they don't. One of my randomly generated characters did uh, the, the thing where your snake oil actually works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... Uh, and so this guy has a very interesting career as an alcoholic. <laughs> I can't remember what he did. He, he killed a bear. He was, uh, had a fight with someone, had a drunken brawl with somebody, and then became a, a doctor. Um, but I think that's probably kind of fair enough for the for the for the, so then, for the, for the section of society we want our players to play. Okay, just just think a bit about this. Uh, and my, my, so your next question: you, your your faith talent is one you choose yourself at the end of your generation yep. to to help shape the person you want to be in the West. Yeah. Later on, obviously, you can spend experience points and go up that faith talent. Can I choose another faith talent with my experience points later on? Well, two things there. Normally, and the way we've in Forbidden Lands and the way we've done it here so far with the faith talent is that. There's not a tiered talent. Right, okay. So it's just that ability. Okay, right, yes. Um, I, I, uh, I think yes to your second question. So I think you should be able to spend experience points to get another faith talent. It's going to be more expensive. And obviously you then have to power it with faith points as well. Mm. Um, but I don't think... We should bar characters from having more than one. Yeah, I think it's different in Forbidden Lands where it's a kin talent. Yeah. Um, but in but you um, see profession in, talents in, in are powered by willpower, and they're tiered in Forbidden Lands. 
I believe. Profession talents are powered by willpower. No, there are one or two that are powered by willpower, but I don't think they all are. All right, okay. Um, in Mutant Year Zero, you can buy more of the archetype talents, as they call them there. Mm. So in Mutant, you have an archetype rather than a kin. That archetype has a talent that goes with it. Um, normally, you wouldn't get to have another archetype's talent, but you can buy it with experience, because Morgan did. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're thinking... Actually, that's one of, the, one of our big breaks from Forbidden Lands and everything else, is we're not doing archetypes, are we? No. And that which is entirely in keeping yep. with the West, um, and, and therefore possibly the biggest break. And I think that works well, and it, and it really meets that that um, sort of narrative feel that, that you keep talking about of you, know, you make yourself in the West. You don't. You're not made before the West. A lot of the reason to going West is to forget about the old you. Ah, so all the peddlers' talents are willpower points. I think okay. Maybe they are then. Uh, yeah, I think I'm just um, yeah. Oh no, that's a good point. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And in here, the, the profession talents are powered by faith as well, actually. Okay. So what we're saying about your current profession talents is they we we don't have profession talents. We have faith talents. So, yeah, so what we've got now, then, is profession talents, which are untiered, and are, you spend faith to... Which to, were heritage talents. Which were heritage talents, which were kin talents in yeah. Forbidden Lands. Um, then you've got profession talents, which are tiered, up to three ranks, and you do spend faith to, 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 to use those. You're absolutely right. And then you've got the general talents, which are, are normal talents and don't ordinarily require, I don't think, any faith to, to, to use them. So, which am I choosing at the end? Or oh, basically, which are we sacrificing? In a way, what we were talking about is making the profession talent the one you choose at the end, but calling it a faith talent. Are we therefore making these kin talents general, but not tiered? Ah, uh, that's a good... Mm. That's a good point. Um, because what... Because what we've done thus far goes against what we've talked about. Well, it doesn't. No, it does. So let me finish. So it goes okay. against because... I'll have a good question about your thing. Because um, we've said that you're not, you know, you're not driven by your former life, so your former profession is irrelevant. So in Forbidden Lands... You get your profession, and that's your profession. You're a fighter, you're a peddler, you're whatever you are. Um, we're saying we're not doing that here, for very good reason. Um, and I think that's absolutely right. But the way this has been set up was copying the Forbidden Lands version. So it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't work in that sense. So in Forbidden Lands, when you roll up your character, how many profession talents can you, will you end up with? Well, when you roll up on... Legends and Adventures. Hmm. What, what about Legends and Adventures? Hmm. Have you got Tengri after hand? The characters? I haven't got any characters. What, for Forbidden Lands? No, I don't think so. I haven't got any. I thought you guys had them. No, I think so. 
Hmm. Towards the end of the day, we'll look at that, but I was assuming everybody was bringing their own. Don't think so. Because that'd be an easy way of seeing how many. Does he, did he end up with. So, does he get a profession talent for every life stage he goes through? I'm, I'm going to put these in a bowl. Same for the crinkler. Uh, no, so profession talents, you do your childhood, then you roll your profession, mm -hmm. then you roll your profession talent. So these are all the path of, you get that. Singular. Then you do your life events. And the life events give you general talents. Okay, so... So in the in the character generation, as you've set it up, each of your life segments before you start playing, you're going to have a different profession. Do we get a professional talent for each one of those? No. Well, no. <laughs> um, uh, some of them you may end up... So I have mixed in the profession talents with the general talents that you might get, uh, depending on your life events within that profession. Okay. So I think there's, there's a definite distinction between a talent that requires faith to power it and a talent that doesn't. We also need to think about <clears throat> how many faith-powered talents are we going to allow our starting characters to have. So if we're saying they should have one of these faith talents, you know, what was formerly a kin talent in Forbidden Lands, and one profession talent from amongst the professions that they've fulfilled in their life? Now, in, so in my head, I wasn't doing kin talents no. at all. Um, except maybe if there was one that was particularly appropriate. Although, mm. um, uh, I, I didn't... So, actually, I was thinking... Um, yeah, most of those, I think... I think privileged I used uh, in in one of them, but um, but with a view to making it into like a general talent or a professional talent. So I think we could, given the short number of those there is, with a bit of imagination, we could decide that they're mostly general talents, or um, you know, and change their power levels or tier them. To make them like general talents, and so the what you call profession talents are the only profession talents. Faith talents. Faith talents. Yeah. I'll be inclined to say that we play test it that way, and then we go, oh, well, crikey, you know, people don't spend enough faith points. We need something to spend their faith points on. Um, and we make some of the general talents uh, faith-powered <clears throat> general talents. Mm. No, put these in a bowl. Will you put them over there under your... Otherwise, I'll eat them. 
Well, likewise. <laughs> <laughs> Better for you to eat them, Morton. Shock and horror. <laughs> we, get, we have some sweets and then we eat them. <laughs> Funny that. Um... Mm, I'm. I don't immediately disagree. I quite like the the difference between what we've currently called faith talents and profession talents. Because also, are you suggesting that through your your life path, um, you could randomly end up with three or four talents that require faith to power. At the moment, maybe, because I've mixed in some of the faith talents in there. But you could argue, <clears throat> which I found with Tengrel initially in Forbidden Lands, that... He doesn't have enough. The No, no, no. I, I, I'm, the, the ability I got randomly was one that I could never spend faith on because it was an advanced combat thing. Mm -hmm. So I had nothing to spend faith on. Yeah, but you do. Well, because I changed it. I changed it to a talent, the path of the shield or whatever, which is not reliant upon an advanced. Uh, but you would have got... Well, well, I got my kin thing, which is inner piece or whatever it is, yeah. But, but you would also have got a path talent. Yes, but the path talent I had was one that we weren't using in the game because we weren't using advanced rules. Ah, in that way, I see what you mean. So therefore, that talent was useless. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't, I could never spend any faith on it. So I, I think with a starting character, with a starting character, we probably want to give them a a, a level playing field in terms of the talents that they'll have. My only other thought is, if you end up with three talents that require faith right at the start, or at any point really, that you know, we haven't chosen to do that, you might never ever get to use them because, thanks, um, because you would never have the faith to, to power it. Well, there you go. I have got your character sheets. Yeah, which is good. I've entirely forgotten that had happened. So, the talents that I've got that require faith is inner peace, which is the elven talent, elven kin, kin talent, which is a different kind of talent to the others. Yeah, because it, it works slightly differently. Which I think it's got. I quite like the difference that the kin talents bring. Which in is the fantasy, like, pardon? In the fantasy setting, in Forbidden Lands, because it's a different mechanic. It's a different. Mm. It offers something slightly different, um, which I think is why I'm kind of liking these talents, the ones that we originally called faith talents. They're the single-tiered ones that are actually quite powerful. No, so the ones you originally called heritage talents, you mean? Yes, exactly, yeah. Yes, because I think I was when we, we said, let's call these faith talents, I was thinking you were talking about professional. Right, okay. Ah, right, right, okay. Um, We could, I mean, actually, my original name for those, for for Faith, was True Grit. Mm -hmm. I think that's a nice, you know, got a good Western feel to it. So instead of calling them Heritage Talents, we could call these True Grit Talents. Yeah. When do you get them? I think you get one in character generation. Maybe that is something you're born with. Randomly rolled. Randomly rolled. Or chosen. Either. Well, again, think, with, with all of these, either. I've done randomly roll or choose. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think, yeah, we want to make it so that players can design their character that they want if they want to. Yeah. But we've so enjoyed rolling up characters randomly mm. that um, I certainly want to offer that too. So this, so that your true grit talent could be, what is it about you as a person that you were born with? that offers you something different to everybody else. So that's the first thing you do in character generation. And then the last thing you do in character generation is choose your profession talent at the end of at the end of your your 
thingamajig. Yeah. And how you what profession you want to go into the world with. Yeah. Whether you've got the skills for it or not, it's entirely up to you. Which we call faith talent. Which we could call these faith talents. The one thing we then might not want to do is offer too many of them, or any of them, randomly. The talents that come up randomly yeah. in your life path should probably be general talents only. But at the end, my life path, I was a preacher and a cowboy. So therefore that gives me six talents to choose from, which is my faith talent, yeah. based on my life thus Or indeed, far. you say, I'm going to set up shop and, and get one of the shopkeeper talents. So I was thinking that you would choose a profession talent from something that you'd actually done. Yeah, I was thinking you could actually present yourself as something entirely different. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You could present yourself, but you might have no skill in it. Yeah. We might not so have... So, so, so your lawyer so the might point. have the silver tongue talent or whatever, profession talent, but he wouldn't have the book learning to go with it if he'd been a cobbler. But he'd present himself as a lawyer and he'd get... Yes, yeah, so I think we're probably talking about slightly cost purposes. So I think what I'm saying is that to have got one of these talents, yeah, you need to have done that profession at some point in your life. Ah, you so see, I'm I'm not applying that rule. So the 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 thing I the thing I would kind of object about that is if you've never done any doctoring. Why would you suddenly be able to heal a broken person for every point you spend? Why would you magically get that? You can say you're a doctor. Because of your faith. But you wouldn't magically get the ability to be a doctor. Is what I'm saying. So unless... So let's say you go through your life path and you know your, your first life path is cowboy and your second life path is um, barman. Now, of those two, there will be six talents in total, three for each, that you could have learned during your time as a cowboy or as a, or as a barman. And though that will be your six faith talents to choose one from, or roll randomly one from. Rather than allowing you to choose any faith talent you like, mm. even though it's got nothing to do with your back history. Why? So, if, so, if, so if someone's been a cleaner and a ship hand, they're not going to suddenly be able to be a lawyer. But you just said earlier on, if somebody's been a cobbler, they could present themselves as a lawyer. They could present themselves as that, but they wouldn't get the talent. Ah. So that again, that's part of the thing. Is it? it's about um, uh, bluffing it. So you could want to, you could, you could want to be a lawyer and set yourself up as a lawyer. But that doesn't automatically magic all the lawyer skills and knowledge into your head that a talent would give you. So I think that doesn't that doesn't feel that doesn't feel great to me. So in your example, um, you could have a character with a good silver tongue skill and a stat to go with it. Are you listening? Uh, yeah I am. Uh, who could present themselves as a lawyer using their silver tongue but it's all a bluff because they don't have the knowledge behind them to back it up. And if they can bluff it well, great, people will believe them. But it doesn't mean that they automatically have um, swallowed, swallowed all the books and the lore and everything that they need to actually be a proficient lawyer. My problem with this is if you end up with a really crap career, which isn't anything like you want your character to be, I want to have the ability to say, but I'm going to be... That sort of person. Yeah, so what you're saying... Yeah, you can do that. But, what but you don't saying, get the talent in it. No, no, let me finish. What you've, what you've said all along is that roll, you've said roll or choose. Mm -hmm. So I roll and I end up being a yeah, non-conformist preacher. Which I hate that idea. I don't like it. So I say, I don't like that, I'm going to roll again. Ah, you see, my, my thing is you choose first or you roll and accept the choice. Mm. Um, that's fine. In yeah, which case, you should yeah. roll and accept the choice. Yeah, but then uh, having 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 done all these adventures on my journey to the west, having been a ranch hand or whatever, I want to present myself as 
a doctor. Which you can do. It doesn't mean you are. Well, I want to get the doctor pattern. So I would argue then that you present yourself as a doctor. You are basically scamming the people you're being a doctor to because you know nothing what you're doing talking about. But once you've got five experience, you could buy the talent. You see, I'm going this. Oh, based on a previous conversation, which I really like, you were saying, oh, let's just have these as faith talents, that your sheer blind faith isn't a magical doctoring ability, it's just that your sheer self-belief gives you that talent. I get where you're coming from. Um... I mean, we could we could playtest it. Yeah. Um... So basically, what, we're, what, you're, what you're suggesting is, at the end of character generation, you get to choose one of the, however many it is, 18 talents that we've, um, that would now become face talents. Yeah. So his, uh, this, oh God, I've got to get this. Um, so here's a character I created. This is a random one, but um, I like, uh, fuck, I can't see it now. I had it a moment ago. There we go. Born on the East Coast. Father was a factory worker. Uh, took a job as a hand. One drunken night at the end of a cattle strike, strang strangled a man to death. So then had to make the next role on the outlaw table. Um, uh, got got um, some skills there. Going for a third term, uh, took one off his docity skill to to do that, and his third living was a grafter, grifter, I mean, um, and he got a six, which is your potion actually works. Um, ah, I'd like him to be able to roll the healer tablet after that, or be able to choose, even though he's been a grifter. Okay, um, I think there's a compromise here. And the compromise is that the player chooses the talent that they want off the, the entire list of faith talents, mm -hmm. but they have to justify it narratively to the GM yeah. in that sense. And if there's something in the character generation that justifies it, the GM gives it the thumbs up, great. Mm -hmm. If it's not, what I don't want is to have some railway worker who was once a dock hand suddenly being... Um, something uh, suddenly knowing yeah, you know, uh, everything um, about something he's never ever done before, which I don't yeah. like that. But that I like that. What you yeah. just talked through, I think that works. Yeah, I think we could do that. Yeah. Just to, that you can choose any one of those as long as you can justify it with your life history to the GM. To the GM. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. I like that. Do we want to roll up a character then? Um, one yeah, let's do with the way I've got it at the moment. I think we've already thought about some changes to this, but yeah. So I think I think are we agreeing then that the um, faith talents will come out of the random list of talents that you get? Yes, and then but we... there are some in there at the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. But do you want to put those out of the way? I don't need them again now for the moment. Yeah. Um, I just... They don't go in the box. Yeah, I know, unless you fold them, which is not ideal, is it? Uh, so, yeah, so first, so one, True Grit Talent, which is formerly a kin talent, something you're born with. Yeah. Roll or choose, right at the start. And then at the end, you choose your Faith Talent. From the whole list, as long as you can narratively justify it, and then you choose how you present. How many true grit talents have we got? Uh, eight or nine. Well, we can't do roll or choose on that one. Then. Six. There's eight. I want to try and keep the rolling on this to d6. Or two d6. Yep, yep, that's fair enough. So we could either have six or eleven. Yeah. So with eight, we would need three more. 
Or we drop a couple. Yeah. It might be easier to drop a couple. It might be, yeah. And in fact, there was one I wasn't liking. So let's just quickly go through them then. So we've got Determination, which again is from Forbidden Lands. You can push a dice multiple times by spending faith points. For every point spent, you can re-roll a push one more time. Hard Catch, which is the sneaky one uh, from Halflings. Mm -hmm. You can spend faith to avoid being hit. Sneaky, when rolling for scouting or whatever the skill is now that we've called it. You can spend faith automatically turned into successes. Privileged. Um, it's a move talent. Hmm? I mean, it's move talent to be sneaky now. It's a move. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, privileged. Yeah. When you roll to influence a bar to someone, you can spend faith to give you an automatic success for each point spent. Adaptive, you are hardy and flexible. Spend a point of faith when you're about to roll for a skill. You can roll any skill of your choice to achieve the same result. I think that one can go, because I never really quite like that one. In Well, it's funny. I think there is a variant of that that could be... Uh, a general talent. A general talent. Because that's one that I think you could you could get through your life skills. I might even have put it in. So I think we might want to rewrite that as a general talent of some sort. So if we take adaptive out, that becomes a general talent. And the last three are inner peace. By spending a point of faith, you can access your reserves of inner peace to overcome and ignore the effects of a critical injury for a number of hours, equal to the number of points spent. Oh, I'll dump that one. Unless, of course, you're dead. I dumped that 